How's it going, guys? Welcome to the What They Don't Want You To Know podcast. My name is Eli. And I'm Nathan. And today we have our friends Fred and Olivia. Um, last time we talked about protests, like, and that was like during the height of it. But today I kind of want to ask them how they feel about everything that's going on because they're strongly opinionated. And um, also I want to ask them about what they think that everybody should do moving forward, specifically what black people should do moving forward to kind of like keep the momentum going. And also maybe what they think white people could do too because sure. somebody's got to fucking tell them. Perfect. Very true. So, um, so yeah, I don't really want to talk too much. Um, I just kind of am curious. That you went to the protests, um, like two in Kenosha, right? Mm, two okay. In Kenosha. So you kind of want to talk about that and what what you kind of observed. You know, maybe like what you liked, what you thought was you know could have been better. Or yeah. So um, going to the protests, it was actually one of my first protests like ever in my entire life. So it was like I really wanted to see what it would be like. The crazy thing is, like, right when we pulled up, uh, Sam was outside, mm-hmm. and he was holding a sign that said Black Lives Matter, and this white dude pulled up in a truck, and he was literally like, fuck you, and, like, black people have always been on this shit, they're just animals, and yada, 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 just, like, spewing racism. And, right away? Like, yeah, just right away. That was the first thing I, like, I saw, like, yeah. like literally I didn't even see that. that. I don't know where I was. You weren't there yet. It was, like, literally, oh. like, right before the protest started, yeah, and he crazy. was the only one there, so, like... That, what, did that, he hold it down? Yeah, he was just like, he was like, he was like, do you know that it's like one of the leading causes of black men death in America? And then um, the dude was like, fuck you. And then he was like, God bless. Have a good day. Dude drove off. And it was like, I was like, dude, what? Like, that's the first thing I saw. But like after that, a bunch of people started showing up and we didn't have signs. So we like went to Walgreens, picked up some signs and uh, like started passing them out to people that if they wanted to do that. Um, to make their own yeah to make oh, their yeah. own signs yeah i saw that yeah it was it was really nice but like it was kind of like um a lot of people were there i don't think anyone was there for like their own like personal reasons so yeah. it's like kind of like everyone was there for the same thing but at the same time you remember when uh when we walked to the police station and those two dudes started arguing mm-hmm. what i really didn't like about it was the fact that it's like they're yelling and they're not having like a conversation and then like more people started coming in yeah. and then like and being like, like what the fuck is going on and this is so disorganized exactly and, and so yeah. it just made it worse but at the end by the end of it they hugged it out and literally mm-hmm. like we kept the protest alive and like that was really good that they came to like a like a, a point where it was just like they're just like putting that aside for yep. the whole protest mm-hmm. yeah because so, it's very selfish i That's feel awesome. like yeah, yeah that was like that was so that was so dope um I would say, like, yeah, it's got to be more, like, a conversation more than just, like, I don't know. like Follow the leader. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you're there just... Y'all keep talking, I'll be right back. Okay. Um, I feel like you should be passionate about it instead of, like, just going to, like, post it on your social media and then just be like, oh, yeah, I was there. Like, I care. I saw... One of these girls is called Influencers in the Wild. And like this yep. girl literally just had a Black Lives Matter poster. And then she just quickly went in front of the crowd and, oh, then, and yeah, took yeah. a picture and then left. Like, yeah, that was horrible. that's not what we need out there. Nah, like, yeah, definitely not. I feel like if you're down for the cause and everything, um, you know, that's what we need because, and especially like from white people, I feel like white people's job is to educate other white people people, yeah instead of it's like it's not so much that like you need to help black people because i feel like black people should look out for their own people right yeah but at the same time like um there was this activist named fred hampton and i i watched this documentary about the black panthers and he just so happened to be one of the people Mm -hmm. and 
he literally like, would go into white neighborhoods where all these like they're like racist and they don't really like fuck with black people but he would talk to them in a way that like they understood what he meant he was like you guys are there for your people like you're there for like all the white people the poor white people you know like you got your own thing we got our own thing we need to come together though yeah because there's somebody else that's holding us down like they're still oppressed but like that's yours that's like your shit over there so i'm not gonna fuck right. with that but like y'all keep doing you we'll keep doing us and but when it comes to come together yeah. exactly it comes together to fight whatever power you're fighting against yeah i agreed with that actually yeah but i mean yeah i love the peaceful protests um everything like that what do you feel about rioting and looting and then i'll ask you next um i mean i feel like i don't think that's the answer but i feel like it is like what you get after like so long of oppression and just not feeling like heard like uh i was talking to my sister about this this morning like whenever my dad's not like listening to me like i just start like getting louder and louder and louder and it's like to the point where it's like i'm yelling so I feel like that's how like the protests are. It's like you might start off with like peaceful protests and everyone wants to do that, but then it's like you have more and more people each time going like I don't want to do that shit anymore. They're not listening. I'm getting tired mm -hmm. of this shit. Let me go out there and smash some windows. Like do I agree with them smashing windows and uh like defacing like local stores? No. But like targets and shit, like I have no say in that. Like you it is what it is. Now, I'd say don't go and destroying your own community. Yeah, I feel like that defeats the purpose. Not yeah. to cut you off, but last night I was having a conversation with somebody, and she was basically saying that somebody told her that it's black people's right to be able to destroy their own community since they built them. And, like, that just is such an ass-backward statement, in my opinion. Like, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but it's just, like, I wouldn't agree, you want disagree. to like honor it you know what i mean like wouldn't i'm sorry but like wouldn't you want to then have more ownership and direction and influence over the situation you know mm -hmm. what i mean and who's gonna build it back up Us. then where are you gonna go you know what i mean but it's like but it's like in theory yes us mm -hmm. but it's like is it gonna be the people that ruined it or is it gonna right. be the hard-working people that you know what i mean work there every day and True. that's how they you know what i mean so that's a good point oh, how about yeah, how about you sorry. Because I was just going to say, ahead. I think they deserve to be angry, in my mm -hmm. opinion. And there's a lot of anger that we've been waiting nicely to do, you know, do something about it. Like uh, Martin Luther King said, the rioting is the voice of the unheard, which is what I say. I agree. And maybe not <clears throat> local shops, but if that's what happens, it happens. And a lot of those local shops are in the black communities. And who, who runs them? Not black people. Like, so are they really out for the black people in that community or not? Soons is right right in the smack of the ghetto. And that's owned by a white man and an Asian woman, but still not, probably not giving enough back to the community to be worth say, it. Some of them be taxing on this shit. Hey, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we, no Soons, no Soons slander will be tolerated. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no, but um it, obviously it's not right it will happen and i think that we could accept that and it, we can also look back at like a lot of um white protesters protesters or rioters and they're doing dumb shit all the time and there's no reason behind it and they can get away with doing dumb shit yeah i've seen i've seen yeah. that polls where they're like protests for like games like they're like like a football team losing or winning and like shit like that so it's like defacing stuff breaking yeah. property mm -hmm. 
See, but that's the tricky part is when you when you make that conversation that that's okay and that's an effective that's way true. to get things done. Things done, it opens that arena for everybody to participate in, specifically white people. And then you know who gets blamed for that? You know, is something that we talked about in the last one. Is like you know what I mean? Who are people? Who are the people watching the news thinking is going to do that? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I hate to say that, but that's just the stark reality of. No, situation. that's important. Negative propaganda. Yeah. And I think there should be more positive propaganda. Absolutely. For but, us. Well, you went to the protest too, right? Um, yeah, one of them. Okay. Sure. And how did you feel about it? What did you think about the whole thing? Well, I brought my mom, and it was just really beautiful at first. Like, we saw all walks of life. Like, everyone was being so kind to each other. Everyone brought, like, so much water. And honestly, I saw more white people there than black people. And, you know, mm -hmm. wearing, wearing the um, signs and stuff like that, it was just amazing to see. But I'm skeptical of how long that'll last in all communities. That's what's scary to me. I think that though, even just getting your feet wet in that, even if they feel like uncomfortable for not going or if they're just trying to get their feet wet, like I think that, that you know, some, some people will take it with a grain of salt, but I think for some people, you know, they've never even been around that yeah. many people that agreed on the same thing and that were that peaceful. Cause I saw the sheriff there, I saw the mayor, mayor. there. So, you know what yeah. I mean? It's pretty he came out shit. twice with yeah. the cops, though. But it was still cool. Yeah. yeah. I saw the when the the first one that we went to, the alderman came out. Mm -hmm. And he, he gave even a speech, yeah, right? he gave a yeah, speech, and he was like, he's the only black alderman that we have, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, and low-key, people underestimate the power of local government and what aldermen's can really do and influence, you know what I mean? And, like, it's not impossible to work your way to get voted into being an alderman either. No, the lady at the one protest, that's what she plans to run for. At the one you weren't at, I'm sorry. Okay. But she was really cool, actually. I talked yeah. to her, and she took everybody's names down. She, she wants to give out more information to do more protests. Yeah. And, like, I'm just waiting for a text because we want to do something for Juneteenth. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to set something up. There is a protest. Oh, that's the June 19th? Yeah. Is Juneteenth? There is a protest on June 19th. Really? And also, uh, we had, New World Order had a peaceful gathering oh, yeah. on fucking what day was that? It was last weekend, anyways. Yeah. It was at Petrifying Springs, and I got a bunch of people together to uh, sit on the ground and meditate. Well, we sat on a tree. Oh, but so fun. meditated, prayed together, uh, had some of my friends do some spoken word, you know what I mean, about what's going on right now. One of my friends led prayer and uh we just all kind of shared that space together and like just kind of tried to honor it but this woman came at the end this black woman with three kids came she said she's the uh le leader of or the founder of this organization called leaders in time and um it was really crazy because she's she's essentially trying to empower young black people to you know become leaders or whatever but she's organizing something and we've been in contact since then it was really a blessing that she showed up i don't know how the fuck wow. she heard about that mm. but uh and she's she's a bit older too she's got to be at least like 28 or almost 30. she's got to be at least 30. those kids were kids were kind of old but anyways she's having something on june 19th at the dream park and uh yeah we're gonna help out we're gonna volunteer and shit. i already offered the chairs up and the speakers and shit. She was texting me this morning saying that she wanted um, she wanted to know if some people could help volunteer. So it's like kind of cool. Help. Like, you know what I mean? It really is kind of cool that like people are still trying to keep the momentum going yeah. and keep it pushing. I know I am. So, yeah. So that kind of, I guess, leads me into my next question is what do you think is necessary for people to keep doing, you know, to kind of keep this going? Or like, where does it go from here? Like, yeah, we all just got really like excited and worked up for like a week and a half. But like, then what happens next? Right. Like in a perfect world, what do you think happens next? 
first on that? No, I don't. Okay. I, wanna, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I like hearing what you have to say. Um, so what happens next? I would have to say, like, mm, I really, those conversations need to happen. I would say those conversations, the sit-downs, like, like you said, we need to get with local government. We need to talk to them about, like, what issues we have. Uh, education between the races need to happen, happen. And I would say, especially with white people, there's a lot of white people that are ignorant to the fact that, like, racism does exist. And, and it's, like, crazy to think about that. Like, or, like, there's a lot of, like, ignorance and, like, you just turn a blind eye to that mm -hmm. shit. Like, yeah, I know well, a lot like of... we were talking about earlier, willful yeah, ignorance, you know. Exactly. It's easier to just not acknowledge. It. Exactly. And I feel like that's that's one thing that, um, like, social media and, like, the pairing of social media and, like, our, like, our way of living has really, like, I guess, like, tarnished, like, how we actually view something and how passionate we are towards something. Yeah, how important it is. So, like, you might see it, if it's on your timeline, you might see it, in, like, uh, when it was, like, Blackout Tuesday. Everybody wanted to do that shit. This shit was so dumb. Yeah, but... I didn't do it. See, every, I didn't do it either. It just shot all of the all of the videos of cops beating the shit out of people, all of the everything that was going on, all those videos, you can't find them anymore. Right. You gotta scroll for fucking six minutes through a bunch of black... You know what I mean? It just yeah. censored yeah. the fuck out of everybody. Like we, yeah, and it killed. It killed the momentum. I feel like it killed the momentum of posting that kind of content. Yeah, that's why I didn't do it. Yeah, I feel like you can't really like you. There's like, you don't have to be protesting every single day. You don't have to be out there um, posting stuff on your Instagram every single day. But I'm saying like, you need to be having those conversations with the people that, or you like, you need to be gathering people that and having the conversations, the and right people. the right people exactly yourself with the right people i would say probably start reading books even now mm -hmm. like at least watch a documentary a day yeah educate yourself something like that that's the first thing and then i i really think that it goes back to being at home too like those family bonds need to be connected again because the, the black family has been ruined i feel like in in the eyes of america and from america they did that shit but it's and it's not right and if we have unity in the families then we'll have unity as a whole and that's where I would love to see that. What kind of ways do you think that happens too? Like, what, is there anything in specific in your mind that you can think of that causes that? Mass that maybe people could go ahead talk about. I it. would say like, like mass incarceration. I literally like read a book. I remember I was in college and I was doing um, a study on like success, like successful race for like a black black child to go and like get a job and a white child from like a good neighborhood. And there was this book I read, and they literally were saying, like, if you take a black man out of the household, the household falls apart. Because then you don't have a two-parent household, you have a one-parent household, and that drops the income. The mom has to find time to ra not only raise her sons, but also um, put food on the table and uh, make sure all the bills are paid and do, like, everything that the, the father usually does also, well, co-parenting. But um, another thing is, like, the sons don't grow up with a father, somebody to look up to, you know, somebody to identify to, or like, you know, even if you don't, if you hate your dad, you can, you make that choice to be like, I don't want to be like him. Mm -hmm. But if you have nothing there, then you're kind of just questioning. Yeah, you don't even have anything to base it off of. You don't even know, especially if they're in jail as well. You got no idea who they are, like characteristically, unless you're able to. It could be a minor charge, and now they're probably, you know, their name is just out there in the ruins because they went to prison or something mm -hmm. like that. But. 
Yeah, no, a lot of a, a lot of situations where it's really minor charges and it just completely like throws people's lives off yeah. course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would say like there, it's I don't know if this is like a misconception within the black community, but like the the idea that um like baby mamas and stuff like that, like because my sister my sister uh has two baby daddies, right? But she raises all the kids like they're her own. And the same goes with my mom. My mom had like twelve kids. We I got like twelve siblings. I did not know that. Yeah, That's she had, she has like twelve kids, and we're like between two to three dads. But we all call each other siblings. Yo, yeah, that's me and my sister and my brother are half half siblings. But I didn't know that till I was thirteen. Not that it matters. Yeah. But but I don't think I don't think that matters within the black community. Um, but you know, like it's kind of looked down upon from the outside. I would say. I would say that's because like people that when we were first slaves like we were into polygamy and we Mm -hmm. were into like our what they would call lewdness or nudity but that was us and then they go and they name that name that shit as bad when that's just our culture now we don't even you know what i mean we're Mm -hmm. looked down on for that shit you know what's really funny about that is i i i think i watched this video it was on instagram and it was like it was saying like white women taught black women to only have one man like it was like because it was sort of like that man's gonna provide for me for the rest of my life, and if he doesn't, then I'm just divorcing him, and that's how it was. Like that's what the video was telling I, me. Because I'm reading a book that also kind of says that like everything we learned also comes from the slave masters and their their wives. Everything they did, like their rape culture towards black women, and then trying to turn it into us as what they would call Jezebels, like mm-hmm. are the really prim, like promiscuous looking women. So that's where that turned from. So now we should be accepting of sex, even though they were just raping us a second ago. But now we're these like sexual beings that should just take this shit. Like, so it's all about the image, and <clears throat> that's why prop, uh, positive propaganda is good for us. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? Uh, I gotta think. That's a good point. How you talk about like the uh, the masculine energy in the household? You know, like I think that's really needed as well. Because like you grow up like as men, like. I think we're naturally supposed to provide, you know, but when mm-hmm. you don't have that masculine energy, you grow up with your mom, you grow up being feminine, you know? And so that creates a lot of like, I don't know. Even chaos. that, or you could just have a bitter ass taste in your mouth about men for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you never even like, like, I'm going to kind of take this left for a minute. Cause I'm glad that we're touching on this. And then I got uh, some more questions for both of y'all, but you know, like, Nobody fucking taught me how to fucking do anything growing up. Nobody yeah. taught me how to, you know what I'm saying, work on my car, do these things around my house. You know what I mean? Like, just, I didn't have that situation. My my stepdad was always working and my dad was a fucking loser. So, like, and he wasn't around. So, and he doesn't have anything to teach me anyway. So, right. it's like, I just, you know, and, and what you guys were just alluding to a minute ago with most black men being in prison and not being able to raise their families or, you know, people just not being around yeah. or whatever. That leaves so many, so many young black men or, you know, young adults when they're growing up without, you know, understanding like how to maintain finances, you know what I'm saying? Or how to work hard to build anything, you know what I mean? Or how to make themselves presentable or anything like that. Even really. They're busy as fuck. Yeah. yeah. And they, and I feel like for black boys or for young boys, they also, the moms will make up for that, for the father being gone. So they're going to go and coddle them even more because my brother's the same way and our dad's gone. 
And um, us, we're just like, she's like, get out there and go learn that shit. But for my brother, no, it's different. Yeah. Because he's gone. Because the black. And that essentially gone. creates a disadvantage. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. nobody's gonna fucking coddle you in the real world. No. You know, no. like like this is a world where you do have to work hard and you do have to be not necessarily smarter than the next guy, but like you kind of do. You know what I mean? Have to be smarter than the yeah, average Joe if you're ever gonna get ahead, or otherwise you're just gonna, you know yeah. what I'm saying, run in circles. So. Yeah, it's a big. I think it's like, it's naturally like our 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 neighborhoods is like, we don't have like the same. I don't want to say um, opportunities, I guess. So we grew up with that lack of education, mm-hmm. not only like opportunities, but then like that, like family, how you were mentioning. So it's like you're growing up, you're seeing that there's lack. And on top of that, you don't have, I guess, like the mentality as a man. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. You know? The lack, the lack concept. You know what I mean? The like, the, like always having to like get a loan out from the payday loan mm-hmm. place or the always having to not have enough or scrubbing by, you know what I mean? Like, and, and you're talking about if it's just let's just use this as an example I don't know why I'm harping on this but um experience criticism okay um think about the the idea of like the mother having to work so hard all the time and not being around and how that just rubs off on you know what I'm saying a young person and how it's like well we never have enough you know what I mean and then as you grow older yeah. you know what I, but versus if you're in another community as you're saying that doesn't have that it just really is just the mindset at the end of the day because you're not even going to be looking for those opportunities because you're always going to be thinking you don't have enough or you're always going to be yeah. thinking you have to do the quick fix or you know what I mean you're never going to like we were talking about this this morning but like mm-hmm laying down for a couple of years and just doing the bitch work and building it up you know what i mean and right for taking the it on the run. chin and yeah but instead of trying to get it right now because you you know you're so used to not having it yeah i feel like a lot of us like who like i grew up in the in the hood like you know and i seen that stuff like i don't think people who have maybe they didn't go through that situation they don't realize how hard it is you know they'll be like oh like once you're an adult you can get it on your own but it's like we get programmed like all of us like you know like our subconscious whatever you grew up with it's hard to get rid of that shit you know so it's mm-hmm. like if you grew up with lack 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 like you can't do it you can't do it even when you're an adult it's gonna be really hard you know yeah. to get rid of that mentality i guess i think that me and fred kind of got blessed um this is the last thing i'm gonna say on this but i think that me and fred kind of got blessed in a way because uh, now I'm half Mexican and half white, but I was raised by white people. So I was raised by my mom and I was raised by my stepdad and my stepdad always owned businesses, you know, towing companies, automotive repair. Like they were, and they were always trying to have nice shit. Like my mom was always trying to drive a Range Rover or she traded her Range Rover for a Mercedes. My stepdad yeah. was always, we were living in gated communities, like all type of shit. They were fake rich, not even going to fake with you. Like <laughs> they was in dumb ass debt. They had, they was just getting it where they could, but they was trying so hard to make the image of being keep rich. Keep our lifestyle. Right? And to, to maintain, yeah, just to maintain that you know what i mean and they weren't so it was kind of asked backwards because as they were worried about material acclimation they weren't necessarily worried about character development they yeah. weren't necessarily worried about family development like values and, all and morals shit. and all so yeah stuff. so that's what really helped me see that like if my dumbass stepdad can fucking run these businesses and make this money like there's no reason why me in the right. future i can't figure that shit out so that instilled that in me you know because he was the type of mm. motherfucker that you know any any negative thing i have to say about him aside he was at work before i fucking uh oh uh, he was at you wanna well i guess that's on him anyways doesn't even matter okay he went to work before i woke up in the morning and got back when i was in bed you know mm. what i mean so that instilled in me you know go work your ass off all right. fucking day and you can blah 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 right. but at the same time it put the it put the image in my head that it was like all these people care about his money. That's not what Getting I'm going to be like. Getting to this point is going to make you 
like better in the in society and i think that he was gonna say like basically the mentality is like your black inferiority complex and it's in our subconscious is brainwashed did you get that oh <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. no say it again say it no again. just that our subco- subconscious is brainwashed and i think you were mentioning that mentality is our black inferiority complex that's being messed with like mm-hmm. we're lo- meant to see lower of ourselves through every mm-hmm. single thing you guys are talking about it's, it's all set up to be that way and it's yeah. really shitty yeah it's how a whole you, oh go ahead my bad you can go i'm just saying how do you think you identify when that's happening and then how do you combat that like have you seen that in your own life and like overcame it or slowly i think it's easier once you like start just i don't know digging into your history or understanding that these things are out there like every um so i guess the best example that you guys were talking about was that um black men aren't in the homes but for the longest time they weren't allowed to be in the homes to get welfare so wives and they would all agree like okay you got to go or we're going to kick you out because we need this money for our kids so and that's another thing is that we need money put them in that tough rock and a hard place yeah and that just changed recently to let like have the fathers in the home and still collect money so i didn't know that either. that's kind of I fucked up that, i no. did hear something about that you know that it was discouraging um they were doing it purposely to discourage people from getting raises in the workplace mm. because if you made fucking 50 cents more they took away your fucking food stamps right. and your fucking you know your energy assistance. so which one do you want yeah yeah it's hard choose yeah, that's Sorry. tricky. So, so, anyways, do you um, <clears throat> is there anything in specific that you could kind of say to people that you know, like ways that Black people might put themselves down, you know, or might be unknowingly or subconsciously right. in, like reinforcing that inferiority complex? Music, <laughs> music's the best one. I'd I'd say you just got to be careful knowing what you like. You know, rap's gonna talk about a lot of sexual things, a lot of materialistic things for a reason, and it's just about picking and choosing like being conscious of yeah, it being conscious listening. of what you're going to do with that and same thing with like watching like even be careful with your commercials those things are brainwashing you subconsciously you see black people doing something that's you know weird i don't know you see white people only get the insurance commercials with the nice cars <laughs> the <laughs> yeah nice that's houses. true that's crazy <laughs> you don't see no black people getting that shit and if you do it's a setup <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you i know you have an interesting perspective about that considering you grew up with some white ass people yeah, and you so, grew up, yeah so i would say like my perspective is completely different from a lot of like i would say from a lot of black people from a lot of white people too because i grew up with white people so it was like my entire like my entire childhood was like white around white faces all that shit so what kind of class though too are you yeah like middle class upper middle class like it was like upper middle your dad's a working man yeah so so like like, yeah my dad like he grew up with nothing right your adopted father correct? Yeah. yeah my adopted father grew up with nothing and he made himself like by working every single day and like he still does it to this day but he like worked for everything and then like once he started adopting kids like he was like, I don't want them to grow up like me, so I'm just gonna give them everything they want. So, and that really, really was the worst decision ever. <laughs> like, really. Like, Why, because it made you reliant? Yeah, it made me reliant on that. And like, it's kind of fucked up, but like, when you see it like that, it's like the, the, the like, I'm reliant 
for I'm my master for his knees. Like right. like he's got my back. Like Fair you know enough. what I'm saying? Like yep. it's like an Uncle Tom type shit. But it's like once it was like my parents never taught me like anything black, right? They always taught me like you have to talk like this. You can't you can't dress like that. You can't do this. And so when really quick, no, go ahead, go, go ahead, go, no, 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 no. Just do you still feel like like my grandma even says that sometimes like don't no offense I love my grandma, but <laughs> like she's like don't talk black or talk white that whole thing was it like that or were they yeah. just trying to teach you to talk no properly no 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 no, no. like educated? it's like they wanted me to talk educated but like once I got around like actual black people. And I would bring that back home. They they were like, yeah, no, why are you talking like that? <laughs> or like <laughs> they know it is a change. Yeah, like really though, like that's really how it is. Like I I don't even have to do it. It's like automatic now. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I'm with like I'll be with my black family, I'll talk a little bit different. But when I'm with my <laughs> when I'm with my white family, it's completely different. It's like it's like instantly. And the thing about it is like um so like heritage like I didn't hear like the. Like, I grew up around all white people, so racism was very, very prevalent. And it was like... Directly towards you or you just directly towards? Oh, no, directly towards me. So it was like I'd be in class, and I remember I was on the basketball team, and I wasn't really that good at basketball, right? So, But I got put on the A team, which was the best team, and all these white kids, you know what? They, they were sitting behind me in class. They would just be like, spear chucker, nigger, like all this other shit, bro. Like, poor swinger. And they thought that shit was funny, yeah, bro. It. Like I'm, I'm, I'm dead. That's just what they said. Like that's what, I, that's what they said. So like that was like that was hard for me to go back to my parents and be like, yo, this is what they said to me. Because then they're just like, well, oh, I did that shit. Cause I even just went to Southport, and so by the way, my mom was adopted. She's Asian. Sorry, she's Asian, mm-hmm. but she was adopted by white people her whole life and raised that way too. So my whole family, um, on one side is white and. I accidentally always cuss in front of them because I, I'm so used to being myself unapologetically. But she mm. was like taunted her whole life as "Why are you holding that white lady's hand?" Blah blah. But at South, yeah, at Southport, one girl was racist towards me in second grade, and I told on her. The te- the principal didn't do anything. We just left schools because my dad was not having that shit. Like my mom's basically. A yeah, uh, you sent me a text the other day. Your dad is pretty radical about yeah, this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, separation's the only way, he says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I tried to tell so him cool. a little bit, like, not like that. I, you know. no. Well, conceptually, conceptually, I think the concept of, like, separation is... I think that a lot of people would confuse that with segregation, but yeah. but it's just like when you look into things like the the thing where people say like the dollar stays in the black community for this long, but the dollar stays in the white community mm-hmm. for this long, and then the dollar stays in the Asian community for this long. I think that's really something to consider. Like you know what I mean? Like fuck accepting that. You know what I mean? Yeah. As as permanent reality, but I think that is something to consider. That you know, if we were forced to, you know what I'm saying, be in our like our own kind of situations and we didn't necessarily have, you know, thousands maybe of gentrified communities e- either. You know what I mean? Like maybe you could choose if you, cause I, I think a lot of black people wouldn't want to do that. Like no, I've yeah. talked to a lot of black people that are, I don't want to be around other black people like that many black people or like, but why I would feel so like free and just for some black people though. It's like, cause when I was around black people, when I first started getting around black people, they were like, oh, you're not black. Yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not black. So That's it's crazy. Like, it, it's crazy, <laughs> though. Like, you're like, well, what makes me? Or, like, you're even white black. people would tell me, me too. that, too. I'm like, I'm like, wait, how? But then it was like, it was like, when it came time down to it, like, 
I couldn't go to some people's houses and mm. like or like you know. Some what do you girls, mean? Like I literally wasn't allowed to come over because I was black. There was white kids not allowed to come over our house because they were white. For real. So you can come over anytime. Yeah, same <laughs> But like I'm saying, like it was crazy because like you're hearing this from both sides. So you're yeah. like, I hear the black kids calling me not black, and I hear the white kids saying I'm not black. So I'm just like, am I really black? Yeah, for a while. Yeah, for a while. But then I got around some like. Cool black people were black people started fucking with me and I was just like, yo, like then and then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry to laugh, but he said they wasn't fucking with me for most of my life, but then one day they started fucking with me, bro. Yeah, no. I don't know what it was. I don't, real bogus, I don't know I don't know what it was. But like literally when that happened, I started like actually diving deep into my heritage and like where um like the lineage back to Africa, I started learning shit about mm-hmm. like slavery. And my homie, like my homie, me and him got like tight bonds, and he's kind of like your dad. Like he's kind of like these white devils and all this other <laughs> shit. Like he tells me he's he literally will tell me he's be, he'll be like, Fred, do you know why you do this?" And I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "Because you were raised by white people. They, they brainwashed you into thinking this." And I was just like, "I was like, dude, I don't know about that." He's like, and it'll be like something simple, like drinking water, like you know what I'm saying. Like, it's, a, it's just an example, not really, but. You understand. That's funny. I get like that sometimes. But. So wait, how do you feel <laughs> now about it? Do you care? Because like, let me give you an example. I don't even think about being Mexican. I, I wasn't, wasn't raised gonna by say Mexicans. that. I wasn't raised by really? Mexicans. I don't know anything about it. I, I don't, don't feel connected. I don't feel connected to any part of. The, not that I don't respect and appreciate that culture, mm-hmm. and I don't. And like, of course, I feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm. I don't speak Spanish. I, was, I didn't grow up fucking with my mom fucking making fucking tamales. Like, I didn't. No, bro. I didn't. And I was going to say, like, it's crazy <laughs> yeah. that he just said that there's black people telling him he's not black. Because we, like, yeah, for us, bro. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like, us? He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that is dark as hell. Ain't black. No, right. like us Hispanics get that too. Like we can, like we get told, like, oh, you're not a real Mexican. Like, yeah. what do you mean? No, I've heard that a lot in my life. Yeah. But the thing is, it didn't offend me because I just I didn't. I never, I never identified with either side. I know I'm not fucking white. I know when anybody. My mom always is like, "You're white. You're," you know what I mean? She's yeah. always, be, but it's like, mom, if I go to fucking Walmart and <laughs> seventy people walk past me, not one of them thinks. That boy's probably half white. Which like, yeah. you know that's what I'm how, saying? Like, yeah. I'm brown as fuck. What do you mean? Bro, but that's how, like, my mom would raise me. Like, so she would be like, um, like, she would be like, no, you're black. Like, in most eyes, like, the public, you are black as fuck. Like, Wait, my, which mom? Like, my white mom. Oh, she okay. would literally, I didn't meet my black mom until I was, like, 18, 17 years old. But, like, I love that lady to death. She, like, she got my back. She calls me from time to time. And it's like... Like, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of weird knowing my black family and then also knowing my white family because I don't really fuck with my white family now. Mm. And it's just like, because after so long, it just turned into like, I can't be around y'all. Like, y'all just be yep. treating me like different. Like, like sometimes I'm their family and sometimes I'm not. So but when, with, when it's with my black family, it's like, no matter what, they always got my back. Like, we could all be beefing. And it's like, we all come together. It's like, we're it just family. It is weird like that. Yeah. yeah. Because my, my mom's side is white, and we just can't talk to them about any of this stuff. I'm unapologetically going to be black, who I am. Like, we post pictures of us posing like this in front of the cop cars. Like, and then we had our whole family, like, our white side beefing about that. Like, we can't call the cops um, popos in, in my white family's house because oh, that's just too. So, no, I'm not switching up. I my, And my dad... He for so long was with my mom and that family, like just trying to maintain it to 
keep his family together, he had to go. Like that was not, it wasn't doing it for him. That family made him feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. and that maybe they weren't doing it on purpose and they always are trying their best, but it's just not enough for us being black. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. they're, there's not gonna be enough compared to being in the home with black parents, black siblings, like, and it's weird. I'm not meaning to discredit. I know that they're gonna try their hardest and it just sucks it's that there's something they're la they're lacking because they're not black, you know? It's so interesting that both of you guys have like that, that double perspective, you know, like. Yeah, it is weird. And I was treated like, you know, from, I had a lot of white friends and they told me, well, are you like, first of all, they would ask me, I didn't even know if I was white or not until I was 13. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, which made me just think, no, I'm black. And then I would cry mm -hmm. because I didn't look black to the black people. I didn't look white to the white people. And I, I cried constantly wishing I was white. And then one day my dad like just taught us about so much of our history and it just like, I don't know, freed me. Mm -hmm. No, that's facts. Like, cause I feel like once you know your history and then you kind of just like, you kind of like, once you take away all the facts that like, White people see black people in a certain way. So it's like, when I don't speak the way that my siblings speak, which they were raised in the hood, of course they're gonna have a different lingo, lingo than I am. So it's like, when they don't hear me speaking like that, or they say, oh, well, you're not good at basketball. That shit's like, that shit's like a stereotype, bro. Like you're basing all of your stuff on why I'm black off a of stereotype. Right. And it's like, I understand why black people, like black people are doing like kind of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? They base it off a stereotype. Once you eliminate the stereotype and then you just say, oh, well, my skin is black. Like, you know, I'm black. You know, a lot of people, like my friend will tell me, he'll be like, um, like Mexicans. And he'll be like, um, like the people that live in like Southern America. He's like, those people are all black. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're Yeah, just somebody tried to say that to me, too. Everybody always be like, well, there's a couple of my homies up here, and everybody that I grew up in Florida around try to always be like, Nate, you're black, bro. Like, you're, like, I'll, I'll be like, well, yeah. <laughs> so like, I always just think well, of myself no. as colored. I've never been, i never been, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You're not, a brother. Huh? I say you're a brother. Like, yeah. in some I, sense, you are all brothers. Yeah, because like, I feel like it's like everything came from Africa, right? Yeah. Except for the Caucasians. Yep. Like, that shit's true though. It's crazy. I think it's like, isn't it Dominicans that they don't call themselves black? Yeah, dude, but the, and Brazilians do too sometimes. Right? A lot of no, them. dude, they're dark as hell too. Yeah. Like it's, I was working with them in the factory and like they came in, it was like a whole bunch of them just came in to work for the summer. And some of the dudes, they looked like black dudes, like straight up. And I was like, oh, like you guys like from Kenosha? And they're like, <laughs> oh no, we're from like Dominican Republic. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, I think it's Dominicans. I'm not sure, but there's like, I think it's them. I don't want, I don't well, they call, for sure. They call like the dark skinned people, uh, like they have a specific name for dark skinned people down there, mm -hmm. like versus light skinned people. And if you tell them that you're black, they're like, no, I'm not black, or something yeah, like, like that. You say, oh, you're it's all so, like, you would think it's like so clear, like, oh, you're black or you're white or you're mixed. Nobody but people like, yeah, and then like, isn't it like um, Haiti and Dominican Republic are like on an island, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like, and it was just colonized by white people. Mm -hmm. And that's how they learned French, and that's how they learned, what's the other one? They Creole? speak, or Spanish? They speak Spanish, right? I know yeah, they, they just speak Spanish. Creole. I grew, yeah, up so around, like, I grew up around straight Haitians, like all bro. in Florida, bro. I'm oh, telling dude, you, they were bro, talking about that when I was down. Bro, literally, cool. Haitians everywhere I grew up at in Florida, you know what I'm saying? Speaking straight Creole, bro. Damn. What is that? Is that like a... It's another... It's just different. Like, it's just another language? Yeah, okay. it's another language. Yeah, but like... That's what I'm saying. Like they, they think because they speak a different language that they're not like, you're yeah. not black. It's like no, you're still black. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so interesting, right? You can't so, escape it. 
Aside from all, aside from like separatism, oh, yeah, got you. aside from like, you know what I'm saying? Anything that like uh, would like classify us as like separate kind of people. What do you guys think that anybody could kind of do in a situation to help resolve kind of what's going on there? You know, just like the average person on the day to day, like what should right. they be doing? Like if, if they don't even identify as black, what can people, you know, what can they be doing? Like, talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it and educate yourself simple just keep talking about it like in small conversations with your grandma with your brother like friends um and if they have a problem with that that just shows you who your real friends are in my opinion um also i would probably try not to um keep posting negative propaganda just things that are detrimental to the black community um even if it's funny like you got to really think about the deepness of it like okay yeah maybe this black kid's doing something funny on the street but how are so many other people going to take that? What is like the history, the understanding, the basis of that? And, um, or like people fighting, like that's not a good thing to yeah. share, you know? Like, I don't, I don't like that. Um, just uh, if you can maybe create art for positive propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like, it's like, a, we're, it, obviously I'm not black, but I, you know, I'm a minority and it's like, we keep repeating the same circle, like the same actions Like you can't just be like, protesting and not changing your behavior you know like it starts within yeah so it's i don't know you know i see it as like he was saying earlier like it's got to start with education and also like our habits and like uniting and doing everything together and not just like 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 you just said like the protest okay it's it happened already what's next you know like mm -hmm. it's gonna take we gotta i think it starts with education and then how she was talking about family like you start with a family you grow it with like values and morals and you go from there, you know, yeah. that's, that's what I think would be a good step. I agree too. I hate that we're fucking 42 minutes into this. Cause I fucking hope that nobody misses this. Like legitimately, like education is the thing. And I think too, that uh, this is going to sound a bit insensitive, but this is just kind of the way I grew up, but any victim mentality or complaining is fucking poison, fucking bullshit yeah. and fucking should be abandoned by colored people immediately. You know, like reinforcing the concept that you're oppressed. Like, okay. I don't know if this is like right for me to say, but like, you remember, you remember when yeah. we drove to get that screen printing thing and I asked you that if I was to ask you who is the most oppressed, we would all agree that it's the black woman in America, yeah. right? But why the fuck are we all agreeing on that? And then why are black women, you know, like we shouldn't be reinforcing that. Like we shouldn't have black women identifying with that. And I hear, right. I've, I've heard many black women be like, yes, we're the most oppressed. But like at the end of the day, you know, once we all agree on something, like it has to move past like you can't allow that to become your reality because you just reaffirm that to yourself you know what i mean and then you do sort of like yeah. exist in that state of mind and then you're fucked so not just for black women i'm but just yeah. for anybody that that is inclined towards because it's almost like the media directs you towards having that yeah. inferiority complex or, Being a or, or taking that victim state of mind on but when it comes to things like education okay we realize that we're underserved. We realize, we all realize and agree that our schools have different fucking teachers in them mm -hmm. than the fucking other school. Then mm -hmm. the fucking prairie school is a lot fucking different than the school that's right there. That just conveniently happens to be across the fucking street of the adult, uh, uh, did I say street or street? My bad. Street. <laughs> <laughs> it conveniently street. happens to be across the goddamn street from the dissension rehabilitation center or whatever. First of all, that's right. fucked up and shouldn't be a thing. Fuck Kenosha for that. I love Kenosha, but you some fucking assholes, whoever 
whoever came up with that fucking plan. <laughs> yeah, kind of you have fucking, yeah, you have fucking eleven-year-old kids looking at fucking dudes in, that can't be totally free playing <laughs> fucking basketball. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's his name dropping. That's by design. And once we realize that's that 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 is by design, we don't need to fucking like lay down on the ground and complain. I used about to live it. right like, across Fuck that this. fucking. Story. You know what I mean? It's by design. We realize it. We accept it. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. can we do in these situations? Maybe some more to... political. Like we need to get in there. Like we need some people to probably vote for. Like we everyone I think should be. Political. I was gonna say that too because I feel I think that. Like right now, we're all expecting like a political situation, and I think you know it's needed, but but fuck that. Yeah, we're gonna be waiting for another fucking forty fucking years. You know what I mean? They're not making any fucking money off of us, fucking. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, like motherfuckers got to take power into their own fucking hands and kind of like make those steps forward. You know what I'm saying? Just I I say definitely take power into your own hands. And uh, organization, I say like, bro. You know what? I say like for the white people, especially the white people that are coming to the protest, you need to be educating every single white person that you know. Because I know that you have five friends that are sitting at home that didn't come with you because they don't want to go out and protest. But you need to be educating all of those people so then they're out there too because white privilege is a thing. That's what I would say is that white people should be using their white privilege to do something. I would say do something. Yeah. Because where I can't do something, like I can't go and maybe have a conversation with a police officer because he's racist. You can have that conversation because you're white. You know what I'm saying? In those situations. Yeah. Yeah. If you really are an ally, you would fight for us when we need you to the most. Like this is where we we need to see these people come out because they would really help us. They'd make all the difference. And also I would say maybe don't preach to anybody but white people because yeah. you don't I don't think black people need to hear that you didn't like their riot or you didn't think it was the best way to go I think that you can save that for yourself <clears throat> black people already know we have enough to deal with that we don't need to worry about your feelings yeah I think what he was saying like really important too is that uh, it's not like as it's I don't want to say bl- as clear as black and white or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> A lot, what I I see a lot of um, resentment and anger and and fear, you know, and I don't think you can create from that space, you know, of being fearful or um, in a state of pain. So I think that a lot of right now it's a good time to have uh, be forgiving, yeah, yeah. and not be so. um, And I know it's hard as fuck because you watch these goddamn videos, man. I can't. I don't. I can't. I can't. I know it's some fucking bullshit for me, but I literally, I literally cannot. It literally triggers the fuck, bro. It makes me fucking feel so weak and sick watching people get fucked up, bro. Yeah. But at the end of the day, no, you're right, bro. I think it's a step that needs to be taken because it's like, I don't know. I just don't think you can build from fear, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I shouldn't be saying what I want to say because I was gonna. Because <laughs> no, nah, run that shit. I don't it, give yeah. a fuck, bro. Nobody's telling me what I can or can't say. I don't I know, give a fuck. Like, this I'm is my fucking house. Hell well no. Just say what you want to say. No, I just don't like the cops. I, <laughs> at all. You're saying oh, and then blame it on him. You worried about saying that on this, man? This is the, <laughs> hell no. This is the place for all of that, bro. Yeah. You never know. 
Ain't no, 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 no. Hell no. Oh, <laughs> hey, for real, I was worried about that. I pulled up with the mask and all that. I was like, I'm not letting these fucking pale skins know the fuck I am. They probably are watching your ass. That's what I'm. That's what, bro. I be scared every day. I be paranoid every day. That's why I bring my dog to Walmart with me. No bullshit. They gonna fucking bring me in that underground tunnel they got there. No, hell no. Hell no. No, but okay. I'm finna leave y'all with this because we're almost at an hour. That's kind of crazy. I hope if anybody watched this this long <laughs> but no but uh you know i would invite all people that feel like intense feelings of oppression or fear or anger or resentment to kind of like i understand that this is left field for a lot of you and a lot of you probably don't even believe in energy or whatever the fuck but like learn to transmute your own energy that means like tr like if you have anger Find a way to shift it into being passion that fuels you. You know what I mean? Like, actually, like, find a way to get in touch with your fucking body and yeah. fucking be able to manipulate the energy inside you that is anger and fucking work through that, understand that, and then, tran like, transmute is the real word. Look at the yeah. fuck up if you don't know what it means. Like, but transmute it into, like, drive and passion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then use that as your fuel to educate yourself, educate others, organize people, work every day because I'm sorry, but, like, Sitting on your fucking couch smoking fucking weed and getting fucking drunk and complaining with your fucking friends isn't doing yeah, any of us not, any fucking good. You just keep going in a circle. It's not, it's not going to take you anywhere. Exactly. And nobody else is going to do it but you. I'm sorry. But the ideas that you have are your ideas for a fucking reason. You know what I mean? And you can't just wait for somebody else to act on them because you're going to be waiting for a long fucking time. Forever. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to end this with? Anything else you want to say, Fred? Thank you guys a lot for fucking pulling up and talking about shit that we don't have the audacity to speak on. And, like, definitely hope we can do this again. Yeah, um, sure. And yeah, and uh, we'll, like, link your little shit, so whatever. Socials. Thank yeah, you. social. So fucking, you know what I mean? Thank you for having me. Me too. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Cool. <laughs> Jeez. Hashtag so fuck Fred the Black. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined our podcast. Yeah, fuck you. You're never performing again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>